Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Clam Bake! <laughs> I'm Lindsay Stitham. And I'm Angela Gomer. And you're listening to Welcome to the Clam Bake. It's the opposite of a sausage fest. And we talk about issues affecting women, allies of women, women identifiers in the year 2017. And and going forward. And going forward. This podcast will never end. Ever. (laughs) We have two dudes today. Yeah. What? What's up? We got some hey. white yeah. chromosomes up yeah, in yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, excuse us, we're in the middle of an arm wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hand me that steak? It's like so masculine in here today. I know, it's amazing. We just uh, we felt like we needed some men in here. Change it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, make us feel a little bit more legitimate. Help us take ourselves seriously. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And, and we get the criticism that t- too often people have our same perspective. So we needed to open up some more perspectives, I think, as well. And then I, I a million know. perspectives. <laughs> Exact right. <laughs> but anyway, we should introduce our gentleman callers. Yeah. I mean, our gentleman guests. We're calling in. <laughs> gentleman callers. Um, we have my hetero life mate here. I've known, we've known each other like five plus years. Mm-hmm. So soon, before we know it, it'll be a decade. Uh, we have a little more time before then. Say that. But yeah. We've done improv together. We've made a couple of pilots together. Mm-hmm. We've played romantic love interests, even though we find that disgusting. <laughs> God, that's ah. adorable. Ouch. Uh, we were in scared. Well, you know, that's our deal. Uh-huh. Like, that's why we met each other in life. Yeah. Um, and so we were on a team called Scary Killer Nice together. Yeah. And Garrett is a podcaster and a comedian and an amazing commercial actor. Uh-huh. And uh, will you tell us a bit about your podcast? Oh yeah, it's a it's a fun little gem uh, called the Unsportsman, and it's like a sports show for people who don't like sports necessarily. It's like comedy and uh, movies and pop culture and sports, and we kind of try to wind it all together and make it fun and interesting, and so people who don't follow the X's and O's of sports can kind of keep up and enjoy it. Yeah, it's a great water cooler podcast if you didn't watch the football game, but you need to be able to talk about it. That's a good water cooler Thanks. podcast. I <laughs> yeah, good plug. And then we have Dave Christensen, who I've known m- probably more than six years. Like, we were have in a we? class together yeah. a long time ago. What class did we have together? We were in a UCB 401, I want to say. Lee Miles was in that class. Anthony Gio was in that class. Oh, and then we had Billy Merritt together. We were in two classes oh, together. Oh, wow. Uh, my podcast is called I Will Watch Anything Once. It's where I ask a guest to come on, and we they choose a movie that I have not previously seen, and we watch it together, and then we discuss. Oh, cool. Sort of like why they thought I should see it, and what's my response to it, and then whatever conversations come arise from that. But today we're talking about feminism within dating and love, and I just feel like you guys are both like awesome female allies and are lovely gentlemen. So that's what we Thanks. are talking about. You're welcome. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you are. Can I ask? That threw you off <laughs> just by me denying it. No, well, I'm not. Because <laughs> I just met the two of you now uh-huh. for the first time. And when Lindsay was like, oh, yeah, I've got these, these feminist allies, I was like, hmm. I wonder if they self-identify as allies or if that is a, 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 a label I'm imposing. A on label them. that Lindsay has <laughs> imposed on with her Probably iron clam. <laughs> iron clam. How yeah. Would, what do you, what, how, how do you, do you guys define? Yeah. Uh, I, I think so. Uh, when you when you ask, am, "Am I a feminist?" It's hard to say that as a straight white male, right? Like, um. The victim, we're, I'm no, no, the villain, <laughs> not the victim, we're the villain in a lot of stories. And so it's hard to say like, yes, I'm a fa- an ally is, is perfect because, because I just want the best for you and whatever I can do to help is, is how I try to live my life in every way, I would say. I don't, this is getting weird now, but uh, I don't like, I don't, I don't hit on women because I feel like women get hit on all the time. I don't. Uh, it, I don't want to say anymore. There's et cetera. Oh, I love what we're going to get to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate those labels, though, because one, here's the thing. 
I like you could probably look at my actions and be like, oh, Dave's a feminist. But I don't think I understand feminism in its core to to ever put that label on myself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I haven't read feminist literature. Right. I right. haven't really. Yeah. Don't I don't know it at its core level to be like, yes, I'm a feminist to post online. Then the ally thing, yeah. I'm fine if somebody else calls me an ally, but no fucking way <laughs> am gonna... I outwardly going, I'm an ally of women. One, I just think in general that should be a fucking given. Amen. <laughs> like, so to me to have that label and be like, oh, well, I'm here, I think that gets a little sketchy. So also, it's like, I don't like seeing the guys that are like, I'm here to like speak up and say I'm an ally. Yeah. There's a there's a weird duality. There's people that really like that, and then there's people that I'm always also like, I don't know, when's the time and place to do that? Shouldn't it just be all the time? Mm-hmm. Have their right. back. We shouldn't we've always had their back. We I wouldn't know how to protest sisters. Pro- protest. I wouldn't know how to do anything like that for feminism. I'm not Yeah. I'm with you. I haven't read. Guess enough. what? All you gotta do is show up. I agree <laughs> with that. And I think we should have yeah. already already been showing up and not having to be like I show up and let you know outwardly that I'm an ally. Mm-hmm. You need to let y'all ladies know I'm an ally. Yeah, <laughs> there's it's something like, gross to me about that. It's like mm-hmm. that Saturday Night Live sketch that you see about the different like dudes who are approaching. Who's the? I didn't see this, but it sounds funny. I'll the, see if I can find it. Where is she? Excuse me, is this seat taken? Oh, um, I'm sorry. I'm not like a gross guy trying to hit on you or anything. I just I can't find a seat. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Thanks. Believe me, I know this place is filled with skeezy guys. I think the whole world is. <laughs> I think one is our president. God, don't remind me. I'm Dave. I'm Michelle. Uh, I, I gotta say, I really like your t-shirt. Wait, anyway. oh, yeah, well, the future is female. I know, look. No, okay, well, Dave, on behalf of all women, we thank you so much for your support. Hey, would you, Maybe you want to hang out sometime? You mean like a date? <laughs> yeah, like like a date. Um, no thank you. Okay, bitch! What? I'm wearing this shirt and you won't even let me not! Hey, 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 hey. On, man! I followed all the rules! What a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think... <laughs> and again, I do think that is the funny extreme. That's the funny extreme, yeah. Extreme yeah. of it. And I'm not sure... I don't think every ally... That or every guy that's like I'm an ally is just out to fuck. No, women. no, no. But I do think sometimes it's a little too self gra- gratifying. Yeah, yeah. Self. Uh, this makes me feel I'm a, uh, being a good. Yeah, I'm being a good at... person. If you're if you're doing good just to be a good person, you're not doing good. And there's doing, a line you're, where you're, it... you're kind of half. You're half-assing it a little bit. And there's a line where it starts <laughs> to feel like patronizing, or like you're assuming a lack of. Uh, a, autonomy from the subjugated party. You know, <laughs> there's the line you cross when you're gonna mansplain feminism, basically. Right. I think. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like so many men, I think are afraid of that label. That, from my perspective, if you do want to take that label, let's make the word cool because so many people are afraid of it and think it's uncool to use that word, or, mm-hmm. um, be- or maybe because they don't understand it. But at the same time, I feel like. We can take all the feminists that we can get, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cool. So I wanted to start uh, after that. We are, we are, we just dove right into we it. We dove right in. We dove right, right in. in. Dave's going hard tonight. So, Sorry. Yeah. 20th, I've seen I 20th it. century. I've seen 20th century women, oh, which yeah. is a great movie. I about cried my eyes feminism. out. It was so good. Yeah. So we're talking to you guys about dating. Yeah. And yeah. Love. Funny, because it's. I think probably might be the wrong choice, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay chose this week, okay? I'm not necessarily available. I'm not necessarily available, but okay. Then <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what it would be if I tried to date right you, now. Yeah, yeah. You, you have a girlfriend? There's no label to it. <laughs> You're in the like percolating stage. You guys are stage. in the same. But I'm not gonna comment. Um. I'll let you say. But I wanted to start with the age-old question: Can men and women be be friends? if they have a sexual attraction. So we'll play the classic clip and then we'll talk about it. You realize, of course, that we can never be friends. Why not? What I'm saying is, and this is not a come on in any way, shape, or form, is that men and women can't be friends because the sex part always gets in the way. That's 
It's not true. I have a number of men friends, and there is no sex involved. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You only think you do. You're saying I'm having sex with these men without my knowledge? No, what I'm saying is they all want to have sex with you. They do not. Do, too. They do not. Do, too. How do you know? Because no man can be friends with a woman that he finds attractive. He always wants to have sex with her. So you're saying that a man can be friends with a woman he finds unattractive? No, you pretty much want to nail them, too. Hmm. What if they don't want to have sex with you? Doesn't matter, because the sex thing is already out there, so the friendship is ultimately doomed, and that is the end of the story. Well, I guess we're not going to be friends, then. Guess not. That's too bad. You were the only person that I knew in New York. Yeah, so the age-old question, the age-old question, can men and women who are attracted to each other be friends? So I'll turn it over to you guys. Well, are they both attracted to each other? Because that's the thing. Yes. Because you're saying they're both attractive. Yes. I mean, they're both attracted to each other. And I don't know if that's the question he's actually saying, right? Yeah, like Billy he's, Crystal attractive? He's saying if you're attracted to the other one, right? He's saying that if the man has any attraction, attraction. to the woman, right. men and women so can be So you're friends. asking as is if two that are actually attractive to, attracted to, both are attracted to each other. Right, can, can you be do, friends? She's I mean, a, you can be, but attracted. I think if you're both attracted to each other, you're going to end up going to do something. See, I think, I, think that's, I think that's putting it all wrong, right? If you're attracted to someone, that's different than thinking someone is attractive, right? right? If, if you think someone's beautiful or handsome, you're just not attracted to them, obviously, mm-hmm. you can be friends. Uh, I mean, you, but if you're attracted to someone and you, you're friends, some people say, no, it's my best friend. That's your soulmate then, Right. Is it just me? If you, I mean, it's, I don't know. If yeah, you, it's very sweet. If I don't you get know if along, I in if you get, well, I'm, I'm using that as a phrase. Like, if you get along perfectly and you are attracted to each other, you're gonna end up doing something, or something's gonna happen. You're not just gonna stay friends. And I think that's on both parts. I think there's no fault on either. But, but I don't think you can sit there unless 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 you're both like taken. But then that's just probably well, <laughs> that's a ticking like, time bomb there. Yeah, yeah. Like. If you are attracted to somebody, something's mm-hmm. it's eventually going to push you to a point of either breaking that friendship off because it's driving you crazy or you're going to like make act put it out it. there. You're going to act on it in whatever yeah. way that means. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean you like try to sleep with them. It just means you might say something about it. Well, that's testing the waters. That's, you're you're to... always going to like yeah, you're going <laughs> to test the waters if you're actually a, like and I think you defined it great. Is that? But if you're attracted to somebody, but both parties are, that's double the fucking How do you issue. Because <laughs> like I have friends that I am, I sort of like. I agree. It's another extreme example for comedy's sake and just making. You know what I mean? Any great writer is just going to take a strong point of view. But, I mean, I could even look at friends that I'm like, oh, I just been friends with you, and we happen to be a guy and a girl. But if something came up, would you act on it? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And I don't I don't I think agree that, with Dave. I, I don't I would think say eighty five percent of my life I've acted on it if I felt it. Yeah, even <laughs> if you're I'm like, oh, we're just friends. But if that if that and there I think I just have friendships with the opposite sex where that just hasn't come up. But would it? Would I act on it? I don't I can't I completely hundred percent count it out. Yeah. Because that's just we're human. We're all I know. human. We like we like it's affection. Fun. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. Exactly. And especially being in that nebulous place where you don't know what's going on, that's like the most fun part of the pre-dating ritual for me anyway, is right. like trying to suss out like the vibes that are happening. Nowadays, we have a term that I think I hate, is the friend, the friend zone. zone. Yeah. And that has become a term where it's like, they're putting you there. So right, you're, right, you're right, like right. you're being put in your place, yeah. and she's she's put you in the friend zone, and you'll never get out. She and likes now having you're you around. Ru- yeah, she doesn't. and I'm like, that's fucking on you, man. And also, it's like do a push up. And, and then there's also it's putting a negative on like in this one, it's saying like, oh, you could be friends with them. It's just it, that their, their problems might arise. Whereas the friend zone saying that there's something wrong with being friends, and it's mm, uh, th- like I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? It's putting a this huge negative spin on. Well, that's assuming that your whole goal in the first place was to sleep, with, sleep them with them, and that yeah. a friendship is a is a consolation yeah. prize. Yeah, that you can't close. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which yeah. is unfortunate. I mean, I, you two, I would count as two men that I've not slept with who are my very good friends. Yeah, but if yeah. That's, and I value the chance your friendship to ride, so we'd sleep much. with each other. Let's be honest. <laughs> 
Well, this this brings up another thing. Like, like you're 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 lovely. You're very attractive. You should have. And you're very handsome. We tell each other this all the time. Yeah, you but should... we literally like. I don't want to kiss. Everyone you. at this table is so hot right now, and there's so much She's... sexual tension. Are you, you guys sweating a little bit? <laughs> of course, it's hot. She's out. lying because I'm here. <laughs> Stop. Dave. Um, but yeah, I think like the societal notion that men when women can't be friends is a shame, and it makes people like Mike Pence be like, "I can't be in a room with a woman without my wife there," uh, which is insanity. That's a trust issue. <laughs> and, yeah, but what we're what we're talking yeah. about. I have I had a a best friend that was a female. Some of you know her. We grew up together. She is an attractive woman. Uh, we got so tired of saying when we went out that we were best friends and people being like, yeah, but you guys, you guys did it, right? And no, nothing ever. But yeah, but you made out, right? Like, seriously, you made, it just kept going. So we started telling everybody we were brother and sister. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Good for you. Because nothing would ever happen. Nothing could happen. Because, right. I mean, like, there's, there's certain relationships you can't, if you have sex with someone, you kiss someone, it's going to be different. Yeah, yeah, like I think like my good friend and I've co-hosted a show with her for five years and stuff like, and we are through our collaborations, my friend Jen Kruger. That's how we are, brother sister. There probably wouldn't happen because that's it's evolved. You said probably, dude. Again, I honestly <laughs> am Dave going is to say Billy Crystal. Yeah. I honestly, I think to count it out, you're being you're being arrogant about yourself. <laughs> You're being like, no, I have it all under control. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. No, you do, don't. I do. don't agree. I think we all know how to put on airs about having it together. Basically, Garrett has never been to DCM where anybody might sleep with anybody. Because <laughs> it's an improv joke. I'm someone that's a true believer that if you make a commitment to somebody, it, you'll follow through on it. But I do also at the same time, I was like, those commitments can change. Mm-hmm. Like just because you put a ring on somebody, you might have made these vows and commitment, but I don't know 15 years down if that what changes inside of you. Of course, yeah. and I, I can't judge that person. And I, I oh, ba- backing up a little about friends too. It's like I think I've like had that thought my cross my mind where I'm like hanging out with friends that are girls that I know that I know their boyfriends and whatever, and you can glance like a quick thought of like they're attractive. If they weren't taken, I'd probably maybe, but doesn't mean mm-hmm. you're gonna act on it. So I think, like, with the Pence thing, that's bullshit because it's, like, you're also taking on this thing that, like, it's going back to this archaic way of thinking of, like, oh, men just can't be trusted. Yeah, I mean, when it's you're an alone. insult to men more than women in my mind. I it's agree. like, oh, yeah, my penis is just going to pop out and do whatever it wants. Come Which on, there be was a an Arab, <laughs> But there is an era where that was probably true. But now we're at least evolved enough that we can be like, you can not act on your goddamn yeah, impulse. Yeah. Like you can you can acknowledge that like, oh, I might be attracted to you, but you're taken. Don't need to do anything about it. Or we're yeah. friends. I know what we I think you guys are gonna rip me apart for this, but oh, that's okay. wait. <laughs> I, I used to uh, work in youth ministry years and years and years ago. Oh, we're gonna rip you apart about that. Yeah. Why'd you do that, man? <laughs> um, How dare you help the children? And it's part of the. It's like I would be. I was like 22, and I was still working with high school students. So it's kind of close in age, which is kind of risky. And just that mm-hmm. you don't know what can be said, so you're not allowed to be alone with a opposite sex on trips or. Stuff like that. It's to protect yourself. That's what youth group trips are for. That makes sense. For <laughs> that, actually, <laughs> that actually makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that makes, makes sense. Yes. sense. So That's when everybody was thing. going nuts on Pence, I was kind of like, well, he's just trying not to put himself in a bad situation. Yeah, but maybe. he might have to meet with Angela Merkel, who is a president of a free nation, and have a meeting with her about politics, and his fucking wife has to be right. there. Like, There's give me a fucking break. Like, you're a leader. You are also a leader of the That's free world. It's just insane. It's insanity. But yes, should young kids be with young kids alone? on a youth group? No, because that's where you're supposed to lose your virginity. <laughs> well, and more so he's saying well, no. the adult. Yeah, he was the be. adult right, right, and there was right. like, I understand. I understand. And I the understand. age of consent gets blurry there because a 17-year-old no. and a 22-year-old no. can Lindsay's have sex. Lindsay's telling me to bang a kid Totally right legal. It's totally fine. But I'm not. I Sometimes I make jokes on this podcast. Yeah. But, when no, it's like a, it. but when it's like a Christian, yes. there's... It's, 100% understandable. But I agree youth groups is all about losing your virginity. So you should have gotten out of their way. Well, yeah, that's that's why they weren't the allowed to be alone. To turn the other cheek. <laughs> That's idea. just what I went to youth groups for. I'm just expressing my own personal. Yeah, I have too many <laughs> friends. But I'm a hundred percent like, that's just that's absurd. If you, if Mike Pence is like, oh, a, a leader of another country happens to be a woman and I can't, of course, have an actual meetup because it's like, especially if it's a confident, like a. Are they both hot? Yeah, are they both hot? <laughs> and like, no. And like you just said, he's, you're an adult male. <laughs> Like, 
Yeah. You should grow be up. able to hand, yeah, grow up, of handle course. yourself. Like, yeah. you, like that, like uh, what I said too, is like the vows and the whatever promises we make our mates, that's on you. No one else. Yeah. That's not on the person that happens to be a female leader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, like, sorry. I, you know, I made this vow. I can't like challenge it. No. If you made that vow, then you should be able to walk into a room yeah. and have a private conversation with another woman that's not your wife and not break your goddamn vow. Right. Or and and you don't need to up. like sexualize every single woman exactly. that you come into contact with. Yeah. Cuz I don't I like <laughs> I know movies and stuff have done that thing where like we've seen it a hundred times. I don't know what movie it is, but like somebody walking down the street, I see every woman topless and oh, yeah. I just got a 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. It does the 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the buses and stuff, too. Anyway, we could keep I haven't seen that movie forever, so I can't even remember. But I don't think I ever had that experience. I've heard people do, and I'm, it's okay. I'm not, I'm just, this is just me speaking for me. But I never really had that experience where I'm just constantly looking around going, whoa, fuck, I want to fuck that, I want to fuck that, I want to fuck that. Can't be alone in this room because I'm going to want to fuck everything in it. Yeah. Like, I've never had that. I mean, I've had attraction and been like, oh, that's nice, you know? I probably looked at some butts. <laughs> Who hasn't? I'm sorry, but butts are great. They're great. Male and female. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep, I'm going to move us to our next question because oh, we have so many questions for our No, you're going double here. episode with this one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think dating is more complicated now that Donald Trump is in office? You just pitched that over to me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have an immediate response yet because um, I'm not really out there dating, dating. Like I'm not like that could be an issue for us. Or stories you've heard from friends, or how men treat women that you've observed. Has it changed in a bar, in social places you go to, in parties? I feel like everything I've heard online, nothing's fucking changed. There's just shitty men, and there's okay men. (laughs) I have a. I'm not gonna call any of us great. (laughs) (laughs) I have a male friend that's a floozy. He he does a lot of uh, internet. Dating, I'm doing the fingers. He's sex positive. He's he's something. I went down that. We'll talk about that. Uh, I went down that that. Thing. He yeah. and nothing has changed for him. He still gets a lot of attention from ladies online. Mm-hmm. And is he super attractive? Uh, like fit? Yeah. Like no. Do you want his number? <laughs> I'm just very curious. <laughs> he's got. He's got some positive attributes that I think women <laughs> are drawn to, and he does. He's still doing just the same. So, and I, you know, I don't. I don't date either. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't do any of the tinders or anything. So I haven't noticed any changes, really. Yeah. Have you? I mean, have you too? I have. I do do the apps, and I've noticed the like what you wouldn't expect. Men are more polite since Donald Trump has been elected. More polite really? and less like I don't. I used to get before Donald Trump was elected. I used to get a lot of dick pics or a lot of like crotch underwear shots of like hard ons and stuff. And since Donald Trump has been elected, people don't do that anymore. That's insane to yeah. me because I, I want to speak to that being a guy that. Uh, this I came from a very conservative background. Grew up Mormon. Oh. Yeah. Now I want to talk about that. <laughs> oh, you can. Keep You're going. welcome to. Everybody does when they hear that. Yeah. Uh, but, so growing up, like, sex is sort of like a thing that you didn't do. You were supposed to wait till marriage. I was, like, the only one in my family that actually had sex prior to marriage. It did warp me for about a year, blah, blah, blah. I'm just trying to get to, like, mm-hmm. big family. Where you're the only one. A five, only five. That's pretty I, gnarly. People five. find that very huge, but then I know people that have yeah. bigger families than that. Yeah. And it's just normal. Well, but then none of them had sex before marriages. Yeah. Impressive. And it's just part of the culture, whatever. Mm-hmm. So then when I moved, so like after a year or whatever, I after that incident, like it messed me up for a year just because of my background. Didn't date for like nine years. Came out here, moved to LA, and I got into the thick of it. Like, I slept with a couple of women who was just trying to, like, warm me up going, okay, I think I'm comfortable with having sex out of marriage. And yeah. this religion sort of is now exiting my life and so forth. I went down the thing where, like, I went to, <laughs> this is going to be very revealing of this time period of my life. <laughs> Let's do it. I went, like, through a whole thing of, like, Skyping with strangers, trying going to a website called fuckbook.com and having an account and trying mm-hmm. to hook up women through only hooked up with one and drove all the way to San Dimas. And it wow. was really weird. It's a great story. That's fun. <laughs> I mean, it's a weird, weird story yeah. where you're like, when, when the person you're going there just to sleep with, like a one night stand, has yeah. to like put their grandpa to bed. Oh my uh, God. And then you think they're going to die during it at oh, one point. And they positioned shit. you in the, the living room and you the partner arm, or the grandpa? And I hit my head on an armoire and all this stuff. What? The partner or the grandpa was going to die during it? No, her. There was a oh. point where I was just like, she was just so into it that I was like, I 
this feels like she might die. Like, it was just nice, intense, bro. And nice. you're just, but yeah, at the same time in my head, I'm going, this is a stranger. If they die while I'm having sex with yeah, them. Yeah, then I'm a murderer. Yeah, and I'm like, what do I do? Do I get up and just leave or what do I do? Like, it felt like, like a very like network television moment. But like, and then I, I, I mean, I did that with multiple women. I, I, like I would like have these weird hookups that would mm-hmm. only, and why I'm only bringing this up is that I find it odd that I was capable of doing that, but being nice. There was never that of like, I'm just going to send an unsolicited dick pic to you. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to win you over. It was never that. It felt <laughs> like I would never do that. The only times I've sent dick pics is if somebody actually asks for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a weird tactic it's a, to start that way. Yeah, like I find yeah. it very odd. I and I, I'm, I'm guilty of sending... You know, one day that'll come back to haunt me, those dick pics that I've sent to people that have actually asked and we've... I had to, like, stop doing it because, one, you when you meet somebody you want to, like, you're like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I got to move on. But then you also feel like you got to grow up out of that because it's like, <laughs> if I keep doing this, I'm, I'm in my fucking mid-30s and in my <laughs> 40s, then I'm just a loser. <laughs> but there, there's a real quick funny story. With that, there was a girl that I was, like, having almost like a relationship with long distance viewing that. Like, we'd chat all the time, then we'd, like, sex. And one day we were doing that, she sent me a video. I was sending a video back, straight up me jacking off. Oh, shit. And I accidentally sent it to my friend Jake Jabor. No! <laughs> Legitimately. Amazing. So, so many people have seen that. You're they did a whole welcome, oh Jake. Yeah, there's, it's, it, everybody knows. It was just like, but the only reason I, I, I make fun of myself and I had that period of time, and a lot of it was me having to explore sex. Yeah. Because I, I came from such a background that sex was off limits. That then I went to in a full extreme of like, I just want to see what, I just want to have sex. I want it mm-hmm. to be off this pedestal. I grew up very, very Catholic, so I completely relate yeah. to all of that. And, you know, I lucked out I didn't get a fucking disease and, yeah. and stuff like that mm-hmm. or met anybody crazy that tried to like hurt me. But I find it so weird that like men have this instinct of like, I just gotta throw my dick in your face. Yeah. It's very fascinating to me that they, from my experience, because I'm currently on two dating apps, and I was on one of them before Trump got elected, and that would happen. And since he has been elected, people don't do that. So I guess good on you, men, for not wanting to be associated with our president. Oh, is that what it is? Is that what it is? I think so. Especially because we're in California, right? Like, I feel like maybe this is a huge generalization, but. Better intentioned men, maybe, or more. Well, I'm also currently not on Tinder, I don't know. so I'll clarify that. I'm yeah, also currently what not do you on want? Tinder. Can I ask yeah. what you're on? Yeah, I'm on OKCupid and Happen. I don't know what Happen is. But I'm 99% sure I used to get OKCupid dick pics pre-election. Really? For sure. I mean, I've, yeah. I remember all that. And But then I felt like I'm not on any currently. Uh, I, when I was with somebody, we broke up, and then we're back together. But in between that that like limbo area... I got on for like 24 hours back on, and I l- got so stressed out by it that I deleted it again. <laughs> like full on went into my Facebook, and you have to yeah. like fully delete it. Mm. I will. I vowed I will never do them again. It's a, it, it is a weird. It's always weird. I call them a game because I uh, am in a negative place about meeting my forever person on there, but I'm still playing them. <laughs> but I get that. But mm. I, I and like if it's idealistic, I want to meet you in life. I don't want to meet you on there. And I hate that it is like a game where you have to be like. In real life, you would just start with hello. Mm -hmm. Right. But on there, you have to start with a hook. You do. I don't even write back to people who just say hi. I don't even write them back. And I'm just like, nope, no, thank you. I don't want to do this because I can't. That's too much work. Yeah. It is. I know it's a lot of work on the male side. I'm aware. But (laughs) regardless, but like Tinder, I found in that 24 hours, like it just felt like hookups. Oh, yeah. Tinder, I think, is. Tinder is where probably the dick pics are still floating around. I think I think they're floating around all <laughs> the places. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I've met. Uh, by the way, I've met some women. I'm not going to name names, but that I've had conversations like, "Yeah, I like a good a dick pic if I know, like, if, if you've asked for if it. If you've asked for yeah. it, and it's, to them, it's like one this. Uh, it was very like surprising to find that, like, when they're like, "Yeah, like, if I'm into it, and I'm, we're doing our thing back and forth, and it's like a, an expression of like what you're thinking of me, then yeah." But this unsolicited shit's like no. they're clearly even yeah. not even you can't thinking start about it with you. It as no they don't winner. know you. <laughs> they don't know you. How can they even get there with you in mind? They either are like fantasizing, but then also in a creepy way because they don't know you, mm-hmm. or they're looking at something else. Are you dating right now, Kurt? 
I'm I've been seeing someone you're for seeing a while. Some, so you're not yeah. like a, on the apps or you no, don't do the apps. I've never done. You've I've never, never done the apps. Yeah, and I don't think I ever will. Yeah. I say, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I haven't been out there in forever. Yeah. But you have an incredibly unique dating philosophy, though, about like who you want to end up with. Are you open to telling us about it? <laughs> <laughs> this is a little. I, I have to hear it now. This smirk. <laughs> you get well because I get shit all the time. For Who cares? This. But I think it's fascinating. Stick to your guns. Well, I, no, I, it, there's no changing it. It's just Great. like I usually I, I don't say it as much anymore because people get upset at me. I won't date uh, a white woman because I don't want to eventually fall in love and then marry a white woman and then have pictures all over my house of me and my white wife and all our white kids and we just have this wonderful. Aryan family like I I just I want I want to be a part of mixing it up I want I'm not gonna give you shit for that but I will challenge it I'll challenge it like what if you what if like what if you walked in somewhere and you saw or you just meet somebody and they happen to be white and you have that attract like that immediate that thing thing. what what would Garrett do it's a concern I don't I just don't I don't date White girl. I've been attracted sure, to many sure. white girls. That's but what if there was one that was just like undeniable? That she's hot is what we're talking no, about? I walk in the room hot. and I like, see she's hot? Like a full she's the full on, package. Like she's a full everything. package. Like you have a natural connect. There's it's like a thing. connection. It's that thing. That, that she, thing that happens that's not I don't know if about yeah. looks or even who they are. It's just that chemical thing in that happens. In your guts. Yeah. You're like, oh. Because I don't, I don't disagree. If that's what your choice, I think you have all the right to choose. I'm just curious if that happens. What does Garrett does? Does he just completely ignore that I and have. walk away? Oh, okay. There we go. I have. Uh, I mean, I don't know that it's as strong as what you guys are putting mm-hmm. together, the, right. the chemicals, but uh, I've I've had the opportunity for several uh, dates <laughs> with uh, lovely white women, and I just it's just not. I've I been I've, right. I've felt so strongly about this for so long that I just like oh no not gonna not gonna happen. Mm. On to the next one, and there's you know there's so many people out there for all of us. There, I mean, there's so many. There's too many. There's not enough. I mean. I don't think there is enough for everybody. <laughs> right, unfortunately, <laughs> like if, if and I I don't want to sound racist because I'm. <laughs> it's not that I hate white people. No, you're like a dating globalist. That's a good way to put it. I like that. I want to. I just want to. I want to date someone that's not like me. That's what I want. I'm a white woman, and I I don't know what it's like to not be a white woman or not from the white community. But I wonder if anyone has ever asked you if that's fetishizing. Ooh. No one has ever asked me, and that's interesting you say that, but I mean, I've dated, I mean, I've dated tons of white women, like my, most of my relationships when I was young were all white women. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it fetishizing to just be attracted? It's it's not like I'm forcing this on myself. No, like, no, I mean, I've, like, I've, I'm attracted to all d- shapes, races. Genders, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, darker sure. skin is is uh, appealing to me. It's like mm-hmm. blue eyes. You know, some people like blue. I like a caramel skin. Yeah. I, right. This is super weird that I was talking like this. Oh, but, okay. no. Garrett but has a type. It's cool. That's what I'm into. I mean, that's just. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I like people that are different to me. I, I like decent, funny, interesting, ethnic women. That's what I like. I think that's, one, that's fine. Yeah. There's uh, nothing wrong with that. All right. I don't. I, I'm I, not judging. I, I, I'm just listening. No, but I think you're right. Like there is a question because there probably are some people that fetishize that stuff. Oh, I don't. Def- I definitely. don't think you're coming from that because I think a fetish a fetish is almost to, goes to an extreme. Well, there's just a history of like specific. Well, not even specifically Latina, African American, and Asian women being like hypersexualized in media. They can, you know, they're especially Asian women in porn. Oh yeah. The yes. way that they're like so terribly infantilized and fetishized Mm -hmm. but i i don't get the sense that at all that that's where you're coming from no i just i really (laughs) i really love to fuck their feet you know what i mean (laughs) so there's your hey and there's nothing wrong with a foot fetish either i was just kidding not that there's anything wrong with it you're right i have a i have a friend who is a white woman who continuously dates tall beautiful black men from east africa like her type is that specific wow. like she's now dating you know what you like two, you kind of just keep row. going after and it. like but that is like literally so specific god bless her she lives in new york city so from she can find e- him again and again east like, africa from east. it's like literally that specific <laughs> wow. i'm not kidding That's and fun. i'm like 
I don't know what it I is, like it. but like, I, like that's, it. I mean, I don't yeah. think I've ever had a type. My type is me they neither, like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good type to have. They live in oh, San like Dimas. Yeah. Great, we're set. You Let's like me? I mean, everything about you is great. <laughs> you're perfect. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in team me. <laughs> do you live with your Do you live with your grandpa? No, you're good. I don't care. Yeah. You like me. Great. Um, I'll let Angela ask the next question while I keep the clip. Uh, which Milo one? Question. Oh God! When I saw Milo's name on this, I vomited. He is the controversial senior editor of Breitbart News and author of the upcoming book *Dangerous*. Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> About a year ago, people started to tell me, "Have you? Are you going to get this guy Milo? Yeah. You know, on your show?" And I started to look into, you know, what you're saying. And look, uh, I think you're colossally wrong on a number of things. That's okay. But if exactly, That's if okay. I if I banned you're everyone from disagree. my show who I thought was colossally wrong, I would be talking to myself. Well, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have Ann Coulter on, which is the and only I time I watch the show. You wouldn't have Jack Kingston of on, course, who's on tonight. Of course, wonderful. Okay. So I have an open mind, but so let's start with the contradictions about you, which is pretty crazy because you're 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 gay and you're. Uh... <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh... Oh, come on! You can do better than that. Um, what, what tipped it, you off? I, I, um, I've been reading about you. I mean, your mother's Jewish. You have a, you have a black Muslim boyfriend. No, but I haven't well, got one now. But you did. Still black, not Muslim. Not Muslim, but he was Muslim? I, there was somebody once. Okay. Well, you've spoken we don't out talk a, about it. We, you've spoken out against all these uh, people. Like, you say you don't no, hire gay no. people. Oh, no, you can't trust them to show up to work on time. Too much drugs, too much sex, they never show up to work, always making excuses. No, no, no. I mean, not but, as bad as women, but no, I don't hire But gays. you know that's not... I mean... Oh, there we go. <laughs> but, you know, that's just... Just kidding. You're easy. You're very easy. <laughs> very easily triggered. It's pathetic. That, well, let's get to that. So, at, the, at the time he had him on, it made me really upset. But now that time has passed and karma's a bitch and he got his comeuppance, um, I get from, from where Bill was coming from of having him on. We're such a divided country right now that if we don't start talking to each other, um, America's going to be a really different to. place. Like, you've got to. I do agree with you because as much as I don't agree with and I don't understand, like, a lot of the South and a lot of people that voted for Trump, a lot of that was because they weren't being listened to. Right, but I and don't not think those people think like that guy. That guy oh, is an no, extremist. I'm not, not going to put... I don't I'd even, rather I, have, I'd rather have like an uh, uh, out-of-work white guy from Michigan in his 50s come 100%. on and talk about his real-life experiences feeling like he's been cheated. And I don't, I don't even want to give him the extremist thing because yeah. extremist to me is somebody that has a strong uh, point of view or a value system that they're fighting for. I don't think Milo's doing that. Milo chose something that he knew would get attention. Yeah, yeah. He's like a guy that just knows how PR works really well, and he's like, yeah. you know what? I'm a gay white man. You know, what would be the be craziest thing I could do is attack this. Yeah. And then he got the attention he wanted off of it. Yeah, That's all he, he was. He's, he's a marketing still, guy, which is why it pissed me off that that Omar had him on. Yeah. I'm like, this guy doesn't. But at the same time, the you know the spread of alternate quote unquote alternative facts slash non-real news stories, not the truth, is what helped get Donald Trump elected, and he was the king of that in the moment. So right. in one way, you can't ignore whatever you want to call helped get him elected. Trolls, alternative facts, or whatever. You yeah. can't ignore that this is something that we have to deal with right now. So um, it's almost like the same argument can, like, should Berkeley, the like the place of free speech, free speech was born at Berkeley, should you eliminate people with an alternative point of view getting invited to your campus? Probably not. I yeah, it's a, it's, that is a very thin line because <clears throat> then you backtrack on what our country was built on. Yeah, like, There's the thing is, I but I also agree, you should show up. If you disagree with that guy's point of view, you should show exactly. up and be like, I'm here to tell you that I don't agree with this. You, you can be heard, but you, we... I, I'm here to stand and say that our voice will be louder than yours. There's no right answer because there is no right answer. What, the difference and I completely between him disagree and, with you him. know if you put a swastika on his shirt, like I don't think that should be allowed on campus. I just don't think it should be allowed. And does it impinge on free speech? Maybe, but right. I, well, it's this thing. It's the thing is like when the Nazi got that's hit. Not safe. <laughs> I can't tell the Nazi to shut up, but I can tell you. I can. I can. My reaction can be that I get you. Yeah. You punch you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're talking about genocide and things. Yeah. There's a great. There's a better. There's a comic book writer named. Uh, it's not Warren Ellis. Oh my God. There's a great comic book writer that wrote a thing about like no, <laughs> it's like you, you're a Nazi. You 
Don't you, t- you you're gonna get punched in the face. Yeah. You can't be angry about it because what you're protesting is like death towards others. Right. So expect that that yeah. backlash. I think that's half the thing I don't like is that when people do shit, we get more mad about the react like the response back mm-hmm. when it's like, why do we keep yelling at each other for like having a response to something? We get more mad at that guy getting punched than what he was speaking. Yeah. It's like that. Sorry, that person. That's the way they just try, chose to respond to that. Mm-hmm. That 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 discussion. And, am I the one that's gonna throw a punch? But I'm not gonna look at the guy and be like, well, you shouldn't have punched him. What he was saying is pretty fucked up. Yeah. You felt like you needed to punch him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fucking punch him. <laughs> Um, oh, no, well, I won't. I won't give Milo another platform because everybody can Google him if you want to. But I will no, bring shouldn't. it. I will Don't. bring it back to the. I will bring it back to the feminist question that he did start somewhat of an anti-feminist movement. He was a very vocal anti-feminist. He did have a ring of young men who are really big supporters of him. Ugh. He loves to speak against Lena Dunham. Just like any famous feminist he can take down, he takes pleasure in, in taking that person down. But because we have two men and we don't have you maybe enough on our podcast, I just wanted to ask you guys, like, where do you think... If, could you give us any insight, maybe from other friends of yours or from where you're from or anything? Where do you think this anti-feminist, like the joy and like anti-feminism is coming from, I guess? <laughs> or some insight and the, ang- the anger, just even bringing up the word feminist. We kind of started this podcast this way, but like the word feminist makes some men incredibly angry. Like just the word upsets them. They're like, well, then you're anti-men, you're anti-human, you're, you're, you're not a humanist if you're a feminist. Like it can make some men extremely angry just even using the word. I'm just wondering if you can give us any insight to that. I, I have friends on both sides of everything we've already talked about, uh, I, right, left, feminist, anti, and it, it's always so interesting for me to see them just talk plainly about it. I had one just the other day, actually, saying that he was he was like, you think women get less chances in this country? And I was like, well, yeah, man. I mean, I can't give you stats right now because I'm helping you move. But uh, <laughs> uh, but like when I when I when I hear you talk about it, I listen to this podcast when I when I see people on the news, the thing for me is I can't tell you you're wrong because I have had completely different life experiences and I said to my friend so have you you don't understand what these uh, other people go through and this was a this was a much broader conversation than just feminism it's about a lot of things but I'm like you can't tell them they're, they're getting the same chances you are uh and so the anger I think is a self-defense mechanism for people who just think a little differently than you, um, and this this m- man is not a white man, and he he has had some opportunities given to him by good people, by good white people, by good women, and so he thinks like I don't understand. Like people are good to each other. How can people think hmm. they're being cheated? And I'm like because they're not they they're not living your life, man. Oh. And we grew up in a melting pot where. It, I mean, it's a it's a blessing. Fresno, California, the high school I went to was every 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 race nationality was there. Uh, some of my best friends are are everything, but so like um, all my life experiences are just us living together and growing up. So I can't take away from anybody who has been cheated because of the way they look or their sex. Mm-hmm. So I I can't I can't tell him I can't tell him no you're wrong. And he can't tell me you guys are wrong, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would I say to this? One, I don't know that I... Uh, he's I a good man, by the way. I, he's a, no, he's he's a good person. No, he's he, yeah, he is yeah. a good person. <laughs> I'm sorry, go I ahead. I don't know him. <laughs> um, but what was I going to say? So, one, there's one part of this. Two, I think you're, I want to speak to that because I think it is a lot of uh, that uh, a defense. I don't... It's and I think there's a, something more there. But there's also I don't I completely don't understand like a Milo or any of these people that get joy out of bringing someone down. I just don't. And there's a part of me that goes it's like, ugly. It's, it's so, so ugly. It feels venom. Ve- like you must just be full of venom all the time. Yeah. Or and he's I feel so like smug it, too. Yeah. I, I to like when so. I watched that that interview, I was like, somebody told me like, well, he puts he puts Bill in his place, and I'm like, when I watched, it, I was like, what are you talking about? This guy's just a shock jock. Yeah. That just chose a fucking point of view that he knew that the majority will fucking disagree with. Yeah. But regardless, like, keep wanting, I want to give him less time. But 
but so I don't understand that like because I just don't I can't. But the the people being angry about certain things, I do think it is a defense mechanism out of not understanding. Because mm-hmm. you only see your life. It's hard. To, it is. It's a hard. You have to choose to sort of try to step out out of your comfort zone and try to look through somebody else's eyes or in their footsteps. I think that maybe the response to these men that are like a, that lashback immediately at feminists and call it anti-men, anti-this, which from what the little I know, it's not. <laughs> it's right. more of supposed to be a positive thing that just it's supposed to uplift. You know what I mean? It's like that old saying, like, uh, what is it? Um, equality to those who are used to privilege. What is that? How does it go? Equality to those who are used to... It, equality feels like... Damn it. <laughs> something like equality feels like repression to people who have experienced privilege. For right, sure. Yeah, like, I, it, I, it, I you that. feel like you're being... Yeah, you're, 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 because it, it breaks your status quo. Yeah. It tells you that the world outside of your what you've lived is different than what you expected. You know what I mean? And, and it is. It's always going to be because you can't live everybody's lives. You can only live your own. So yeah. I think people like my father, of just as an example, and I don't I'm lucky I have a dad that I do have I disagree with a lot, but he's not like a luckily he's not a racist. <laughs> but I do think that he's kind of takes that stance of like, why do they like people have to have these privileges and all this? And it's because I think sometimes when you hear that and a, a thing of like well, you got to pay attention to this. They take it too personal, too. Yeah. They see it as a front on them, and that, like, what? I, uh, I've i been pushing... Like, I personally have never pushed you down, but you're saying I have. Right. Rather than just, like, hearing it out and going, oh, okay, these are things that I haven't done, but there's someone that has there's, or might. It's, like, systemic problems. Yes. And, like, every, every white man is a human who mm-hmm. has felt loss and has felt cheated and right. has had to like struggle for money or for dreams and this like 1% isn't the reality for most white men and I think there's this um, for sure. this anger at feeling held accountable for something that they don't like you said they don't feel like they contributed to right yeah and like and, and they it, maybe didn't you know exactly <laughs> I'm gonna give a very personal example that you can paint me any way you want with this <laughs> As a struggling actor in L.A., like, I've had my ups and downs, but I've been in a big down, like, mm-hmm. for the last two, coming on three years, where at least it feels for me down. I feel, yeah. Where I, I'm just struggling. I'm like, I cannot get a fucking win. Then when it comes across your table, that you're told that, like, well, you know, casting's all looking for diversity, and that sort of eliminates you. Mm-hmm. You do take that as, like, a fucking, for a moment, it hurts. To, you, it hurts. You need yeah. to check yourself. You do have to check yourself. Because I, like, I'm just going to use it as an example because, like, that's where the problem stems is, like, you have to, you have to allow yourself to be human and be like, damn. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't feel privileged. But I'm not going right. to say I'm not. Because, because right. <laughs> No, I completely guy. hear you. You know, as a it white woman, it's But the privilege same thing. doesn't mean I'm just getting rewarded for every turn I take. Right. Because every You're life is different. You're still in an incredibly competitive, abusive, cruel industry right. that is nearly impossible to make it in. And your your pool, which has generally been the widest pool, but it's the only pool that you've known, is now getting a little bit it's smaller. It's becoming like everybody else's pool. Yeah, and it sucks. <laughs> it, it really it sucks because yeah, privilege, it. whatever, privilege is nice. Yes, it is. Privilege is really, really nice. But what ends up happening, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like then you have a crossroads. And are to you lose gonna, it is hard. Are you gonna Are you gonna blame somebody else, or are you just gonna be like, "This is the circumstance. I have to just keep working yeah. in it." Or do you turn to just throwing fucking blame? Right. And I think a lot of men, and uh, even white women, yeah, and stuff. Oh yeah. They immediately instead of just roll, either just accepting the change as hard as it's going to be for their fucking just life to get a little smaller and a little less privileged mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? And, ha- yeah. and, op- and just force yourself to open your eyes or you can just, or they'll just blame. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just go, well, no, it's the fucking immigrants. It's yeah. the fucking, the, the Jews. It's this, it's this. It's these it's other e- things that are causing me to not have what I want. When it's like, sometimes you just don't get what you want. Yeah. One, and two, life's just struggle. 
Yeah. And that's part of your fucking thing. Stop blaming anybody. It's easier to throw blame than Ever. to say, this is really hard and it hurts to get rejected. It really is. And yeah. it's life is fucking suffering. That's yeah. just the, what mm-hmm. it is. And it's no one's to blame. It's just what, if anything, it's life. Just blame life. And no one's <laughs> no one's saying, gun to your head, you got to stay here and be an actor. You yeah. know, we've all For chosen anything. it. It's yeah. just, <laughs> we chose the worst we chose career. It. But yeah. even diversity is like beyond just like, I, on my podcast, blah blah blah, I, I had Nicole Byer on, and we got to talk <gasps> I love about her. yeah, she's wonderful, and we got to talk about how like diversity also even Hollywood's not there yet. No, God no, because you got you, you have to stop saying that diversity means well you get your type of movie and then we have our type of movie. You yep. have to stop doing that. That's yeah. not proper diversity. Diversity is just right like. Some, Let's make an awesome movie. Just period. make a movie. <laughs> right. If you happen, the best person happens to be Latino. He, that's it. If it happens to be black, that's it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. saying you can't have a movie that's about the black experience or the Latino experience. You should still have those, but then you got to start just going. Eh, the movie doesn't yeah. have to be about the fact that you're fucking. Uh, yeah, something. that's the ideal to strive for, right? Is yes. that people are just human beings, and you're always going to bring. As an actor on film, you're always going to bring who you are to the role. But right. how do I sell but... the advertising for that? <laughs> and and the, but then there's a, then that to me means you got to start making a push and stop doing so many goddamn biopics. <laughs> you know what I mean? And be mm-hmm. like, well, wasn't this what? Like yeah. he's Abraham Lincoln. We're going to have a black man play Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> well, like, then they could. did Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying there's oh. you can you can break art. It's yeah. art. You can do whatever the fuck you want with yeah. it. Film, I think they constantly are just. Scared. I, Everyone's. It's a fear-based yeah, industry. Oh, so yeah. I mean, then you. And, and but it's also that and backlash. I mean, look, I, I've used this example on too many podcasts. That um, Fantastic Four. They did casting for it. This last one. It was a terrible movie. But who gives a shit? But they got uh, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Is that who's in it? Mm-hmm. He plays Johnny Storm. But then they cast his sister Sue as a white person. And there was backlash. But but what pissed me off the most was like why. They had to like then turn this whole thing to like being a, she was adopted, and I was like, why don't you just cast two black leads, have them be traditionally brother and sister like they are in the goddamn comic book? Yeah, or just it's a let comic it be. book about mm-hmm. family. Yeah, like <clears throat> ugh. <laughs> so dating is sorry. tough. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I get off. I went off. No, on this subject. has been great. I'm gonna move us to another question but, though. Yeah. So both, I do think you guys are both allies, whether you want the label or not. But uh, Dave, does, Dave does this amazing thing on Instagram where he gives shout-outs to women that he's known for a long time and gives them a lot of compliments. And um, it like really warms my heart whenever I see it. But I just wanted to ask you guys about any other things you actively do in your life that um, is ally-related, even if you want to call it something else. Show up and do your part. You know, Don't try to tear anyone down because of whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I have no right answer. To speak to what you, I'm glad you liked those posts. That was like, in a sense, in response to like the Trump election and all that. And I was like, you know, all I can do is celebrate what these people don't like and what I think needs to be celebrated. And that's women and people of diversity in our lives. Just celebrate them. But you should be doing that without social media. You should just be doing it in general. I don't, I don't, I, I wish, th- I don't have a way. Yeah, it's it's just weird. Angela and I started this podcast because of the election, and it's weird. It took us all getting kicked, just getting blindsided to do these things. Well, like, I think, and there's, <laughs> there's a big population that was like, no, nah, nothing's changed. It's always been this way. And mm-hmm. a bunch of us were like, oh, yeah, I guess we were a little fucking ignorant to think Yeah, that us our privileged world, white people yeah, in, Cali- in liberal, liberal California. California. Yeah. 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 I mean, I we got in a bubble. was an idiot. We got in a bubble yeah. and we stopped. I mean, I, one time I talked I talked to somebody. This is insane. What I'm, <laughs> I think I'm an insane person. But I was talking to somebody about feminism. And I was like, you know what would be cool is if you started a, like, you started a program that just sent people that have feminist viewpoints outside of California and outside of the major popul- like metropolitans and just started secretly, like like spies. <laughs> like a secret army of feminists. Yes, just like that slowly. just starts just introducing that point of view. Mm-hmm. Through very human Human interactions. Yeah. Because yeah. I do agree you have to get out there and protest, but there's a part of me that just needs, that's like sometimes you just gotta listen to the asshole say his bullshit to you for a moment and then just nicely be like, well, have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? 
Because I think we get in too many shouting parts. Yeah. Shouting arguments. And I think once you start shouting, no no, no side is listening. Uh-uh. And the, and I'm not saying that you there's going to be reasons to shout. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not against shouting. But I don't know. I don't have the answers. And to be an ally, again, I don't just do it in the smallest ways. Literally go, like, whatever field you're in, support whatever the, the women around you. That's, that's the, how I that's, see that's it. That's what I'm doing. When I write... I write for lead my lead to be an actress, hopefully, right. or a, or a person of color. Now that brings in another problem. One, it's not doing much because I've never sold anything of a <laughs> value, yeah. or Yet. or the fact that I'm writing and do can I appropriately convey the voice of a woman? Of a different experience. Yeah, but so, I think you can at some point. So yeah, what I what, the way One I think of, the of it is I is I put it out there, and then when it, if it if it goes somewhere, we can we can talk about it. the actress can have some input, yeah. the director if. A female can have some input, so I'm just trying to do m- my little part, however small it is, uh, to try and make more opportunities. But this, the, I, I, I think you should give yourself more credit and any writer to it because this speaks sort of back to what we were talking about. Like, you shouldn't have to sit down and be like, "Well, I have a female lead." <sighs> What's the female experience? What's that? Why is that movie about the f- have to be about just the female experience? Why can't it just be the fact that like? I want to make an espionage movie. Right. It happens that my fucking lead is a woman. Well, correct. Her fact that she's a woman never has to come up, which is, I hope, is Atomic Blonde, because that movie looks fucking rad. <laughs> <It> looks <laughs> so, good. so good. But you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, and I'm not saying you can't play that into that, because I have a weird dream of having an action movie where toxic uh, shock syndrome comes into play, but like, <laughs> but like, but it's overly specific. But there's a part where I'm like, why does every, just because... Oh, it's not a man. We need to over-explain the experience of this person. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of us, like trying to. Sometimes we miss things, though, man. Sometimes, like uh, I'm writing something and I have no idea I'm doing it in a in a way that could uh, be offensive to someone, you know? Because I'm just writing it and I'm telling a story, and it's like, well, that's what's what my head is saying, not what this person For would sure. say. But you'll learn. So that I just by I just want to be right? sensitive to it. I'm not I'm not right. you know overdoing it. Like hand me the blush. You know I'm not doing <laughs> <laughs> super <laughs> feminine totally. things. But sometimes I'm like just write the character and yeah. But yeah, I do I do love this tip on the Bechtel test website. If you guys have ever been on there, that like because women percentage wise are so you know just out they're just out percentaged on screen. Period. Right. Of course. And like course. how there's all these subsidiary characters, and I'm guilty of this too. Of when you write. Waiter, and you can change it to waitress, or you can give them a name. Like these little yeah. characters that have one and two lines that we forget about because we have to write a whole story. Like change man to woman, like give it, and then give them a name. Like even those little characters that yeah. makes a difference. And then also like I'll just never forget the most recent uh, Green Project Greenlight when Effie like was like I'm gonna move black people in front of the camera every time I can. Like every time I can do All it, right. I'm gonna do it. I I went and saw Jill Soloway talk at the I Love Dick premiere at Women in Film. Cool. And she talked a lot about um, the she she wanted she was like I, I don't want to talk about men and women I want to talk about femininity and masculinity because they exist in both genders and there are more than two okay. genders I think that's wonderful um, and she was saying that um, if you I don't I don't know when I Love Dick premieres I think on the twentieth it's amazing I've just seen the first three episodes and they're incredible but she was saying how our idea of the hero's journey has been traditionally masculine and that a, a feminine hero's journey, regardless of if it's a man or woman going on it, is like much more cyclical and like goes and it, it like flows in a circle. It's not like up, peak, down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm no expert on that. I just thought that was really interesting because I I agree with everything you're saying about why not just make it a man? Why not just make it a man? Or why not just make it a woman? But I wonder too if if there is even more nuance to it than that, and and if we've been crippled in our story. I mean, I'm sure we have been crippled in our storytelling over the years. Oh, by for call sure. it the hero's journey. There yeah, you go. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That is a gender. That's a great, better way to approach your. Yeah, character's and Jill Soloway said it way so more than eloquently sitting, than I just no, did. No, but like rather than sitting down and going like, oh, well, is this character a man or a woman? It's like, well, what are really what's deeper than let the fucking character tell you what mm-hmm. sex they mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Or, or just what journey is this human on? Yes. I feel like. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Um, rapid fire round, guys. What's your dream date and or dream relationship? <laughs> oh my god, that's <laughs> not rapid fire. <laughs> just to bring 
get back to love. For I don't. A I don't think I have a dream date. I like a dream date. I. I don't know. It just. Can't. I mean, you what's have... a fun? What's fun? What's a fun date to go on? I'll go. You go. Go. <laughs> I like adventure. I like. I like leaving somewhere and not knowing where we're going, and then stopping into places along the way. And if it's a drink, it's a drink. If you find live music, you dance. If you. You come into a show, you're in a show, and you just adventure together, and uh, something unexpected always happens when when you do something like that. That's how I like to I date. want everything planned out. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> totally. I'm not that. I'm more of like, I'm that, but it's, it just gets too chaotic. <laughs> like, I don't plan anything, and then I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> just say yes. What, okay, can we ask you that? Do you have an ideal date? Are you allowed to sure. talk on the show, or is it just about us? Yeah, I like no, I like when people ask us questions. I'm trying to think like you answer. And I mean, this is like anyone. whatever. I'm not gonna judge myself. I I like it when the man plans it for me, and I'm a feminist, mm. and I like that. But I'm a control kind of like a control freak in my like work life. So I really like having someone else take the lead when it's recreation because it just is a nice change of pace for me. But I also really like Disneyland. Oh, it's the best. Somebody oh. once made oh, yeah. me a picnic and took me up Griffith Park at sunset and <gasps> made me a picnic. And that's probably my oh, best L.A. date I've so ever been great. on. That was so sweet. City of I need We're not together. I'm on all the dating apps. <laughs> uh, I need to do better dates. Because I think I'm okay, but I think it's always fun to do a nice date for somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, I'm very like, hey, you didn't do anything. Whatever. But, like, I like the idea of, like, somebody getting joy out of something you give them. It feels nice to be, I think, I mean, and women, I need to do this more for my boyfriend, but, like, it just feels nice to be considered. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fully considered. I think like, we can yeah, all agree some, on that. You know, somebody, everyone wants that. Somebody thought beyond sexting about you. <laughs> this is amazing. Thank you for being here, man. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Sorry, oh listeners, for talking so much. No, <laughs> that's the whole point. That was the whole point. Uh, come back to the clam bake soon. We love you. Welcome to the clam bake. It's the opposite of a sausage fest. Just a couple of 